and welcome back once again to the fans on the field podcast and uh the reds have been super hot but before we get started on that i'm once again here with isaac isaac welcome back hey ben good to be back good to have you yeah glad i could join you for another time it's it's a great time to talk reds that's for sure yeah and uh we're gonna go over some of the stats and the spanking that the reds put on the pirates and uh just they they sunk their ship they did they definitely did there, there's <laughs> lots to talk about i'm I'm excited to get into it because this was this was a really fun series to to witness to be a part of i mean we were talking about it last time we were hoping that they could sweep and they just went out and did it effortlessly at times it, it was really fun to to see it happen yeah so um let's talk a little bit about the uh first game uh, and i actually forget what that score was <laughs> yeah that was their closest game um I'll, I'll be honest i was a little worried at first because uh that was uh jose de leon's first start and i think yeah that's right that was his first start in two to three years so great moment for him because i heard his family came up from i forget uh, if it was panama or some somewhere in that vicinity and they were really excited because i was hearing the pregame on the radio and you know it, it was a good moment for him but uh the bad thing was he gave up two home runs in the first so that was kind of a rough start and that's right you know i was i was listening to it on the radio i was like oh boy because i was hoping for the best but you know when you hear somebody that hasn't started in a while that you know it might worry you a little bit but uh you know the reds offense it didn't put up the monster numbers they did against the cardinals uh saturday and sunday but they they came right back though so it was a fun it was still a fun game it was close um you know against the pirates against a team that's not supposed to be that great kind of worries you a little bit but it was actually fun it was one of those close fun games i like close games you know i don't know if Mm -hmm. i would like to even if i'd love to see the reds put up 15 runs against the pirates whoever i i do like some close games so this was actually a fun game uh final score was five to three yeah that's right uh, and uh dealon actually calmed down he went five innings he uh struck out nine I mean, that's, that's great. I think they, uh, they posted on Twitter. It would have been in the sixth inning that, uh, it was, you you could win free LaRosa's pizza because if they get 11 strikeouts, Mm -hmm. um, so that was in the sixth inning because he had nine strikeouts, uh, Perez came in, I think it was that came in and he struck out too. So they, you know, after that was a little blimp in the first, but after that, the pitching just calmed down and they just started mowing them down. It was really fun. Yeah, that's something new that uh, I was excited to see that Roses is doing um, since they have limited capacity at the ballpark. Uh, if there's 11 strikeouts, you can text a number and I think it's either 2,000 or 5,000 fans. If they win it, they will receive a free uh, pizza. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, because it used to be at the park and everybody got free pizza. So mm-hmm. I think that's great that they opened it up to you can text. I think they still do that if you attend. But of course, like you said, limited capacity. So not as many people can go. 
but I, I remember there was one game where I went to and there was 11 strikeouts and hey, who doesn't like free pizza? So <laughs> I Reds like my can, pizza. <laughs> Reds can keep doing that. More free pizza for all. That's a win-win right there. Absolutely. So uh, second game was a... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to be a, uh, a Pirates fan. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad <laughs> for the pirates 14 that, to 1 that was pretty pretty <laughs> nuts I, I might be saying his name wrong but my goodness uh tyler knockin i think that's how you say naquin naquin all right that's it yeah. i know they're they're using the like t-shirts i'm seeing them all all Whoa. over now because it's like uh naquin runs or naked out of the park or whatever but he had seven rbis <laughs> seven rbis just crazy he was just knocking the leather off the ball that game it was a lot of fun i mean castellanos i think he he only went one for four that time but he was um he was great this series too i mean kind of a continuation of what we were talking about uh, with the Cardinals, you know, he's, he started off hot. And in this series, he kept going. Um, one thing I wanted to bring out, what do you think of Sinzel? He's, he's just getting on base, like <laughs> yeah. all over the place. How does that make you feel? Cause it seems like what we talked about, they, they had trouble getting guys that are on base scored and then much less get on base. But Sinzel, what do you think? Do you think Senzel's going to eventually be that guy that might move up to the leadoff spot? If, if they yeah, need it? I think I think he will because as long as he stays healthy, uh, he's had some injury issues, but he's just you know coming to life, and you know hopefully he can put up some good numbers and stay consistent. And uh, I I really do see him as a leadoff. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things pan out with uh shogo coming back uh, i think it's may i've heard possibly or oh really that far something huh? like that hmm. um but uh yeah you know uh, yeah i think he would be a really good leadoff uh guy all the way around yeah i mean i mean winker he was the leadoff and then you have as you know Naquin, if he's if he's gonna keep hitting like that, it's hard to take him out of that spot. But it just yeah. seems like the Reds have never had that solid leadoff hitter since Chu. And that was for a season and then he was gone. You know, they they can't seem to get that guy. I was really excited about Billy Hamilton, like a lot of people. The guy that can just put the ball on the ground, he has a chance to get on base. And for whatever reason, he just couldn't do that. So I'm kind of excited with that because with Senzel, like you said, he has that injury history, but I mean, he's been hitting kind of lower in the order and he's still getting on base. I mean, that's something for me, like, wow, we have this potential, um, you know, he just, no matter where he's at in the order, get on base, just keep doing that, you know, because we have Castellanos just knocking him out of the park. Mm. You know, Vado seems to be hitting the ball harder too. Suarez, you know, he's still hitting it. But I know he's he's just starting to come on. I know he can get hot, just cranking him out of the park too. So having a guy like him that can get on base, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Get more of those guys too. You know, you got to have people on base to score. 
And as a team, they've been doing that better. Like we, we talked about before, they're really starting to do that. So they were doing that. I mean, 14 runs in this game, that, <laughs> that was a big chunk of why <laughs> they were getting on base. They were getting into score. That's, yeah. that's unheard of for the Reds. <laughs> I forgive the number, but I looked up even after the 14 runs, they still had like so many left on base that didn't come in and score. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know Naquin, he hit a uh, home run out of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't been done since Adam Dunn, I, yeah. I don't believe. I think it's like 454, 460 feet in right field. So, yeah, was, yeah. that was a great, that was great to see. Yeah, I heard, uh, I don't know if you heard, there was a uh, uh, guy uh, with a stroller walking his kids <laughs> when that happened. And uh, his son saw the ball bounce and he ran over and grabbed it apparently before it was going to bounce in the river. So it might have actually gone on the river had that kid not been there. <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I always wonder that with some stadiums, you know, some are like Great American Ballpark, you have you know, a sidewalk or something behind. I always wonder about that. Like when they have a park, if somebody's <laughs> going to get hit with it or something, you hope not. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this a was car. just a, this was just, yeah, this was just a great game though. It was awesome. And another thing that put me at ease was Wade Miley. He is a guy that has shown he can be a great pitcher in the past, but it seems like the last few years he's kind of struggled. Mm-hmm. And he went out there and he pitched six scoreless innings. It's like, not only are they having this monstrous offensive game, but their pitching continued. It's just great to see. That's, that's what I was hoping with this Reds team. Just, you know, that there's so many question marks with the pitching. You have pitchers that they certainly have that potential, but can they reach that potential? Can they even get, you know, a fraction of that? You know, sometimes you, take a flyer on guys like Miley they they signed him last year and you know he had his injuries but mm-hmm. you know is he gonna be a dependable pitcher and you know this was a, this was great to see it's the pirates I understand that you know <laughs> people are gonna make that oh well it's the pirates six scoreless innings no matter who you play that's what you want from your starting pitching I mean that's what, what can you say what can you complain about there uh, that that's got me happy i hope he continues into the next series he pitches yeah and they had a total i just looked it up 17 hits out of that game that's that's awesome yeah. <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the last game which was a series sweep oh yeah 11 to 4 yeah it was almost like a you know if you're not paying attention you lose track of what game is which because I mean, they, uh, again, they were just hitting the ball all over in this series. Again, they only scored five in the first game, but that's still a lot by baseball standards. I mean, they, uh, they were just killing it. I mean, uh, again, uh, I'm forgetting his name now, Naquin. I mean, he was, he had another home run. He's tied with Castellanos, the most home runs on the team with that so and i think they're both of course games have been played since but last i checked they were tied for the league lead and home runs so i mean he just continued on this was kind of a more spread around offense though it's like everybody had a hit um if you go up and down it's like 
I think only a couple people didn't have a hit. So, yeah, this this offense just needs to keep going. Let's, just, yeah, you know, Pirates or not, just just keep it going. And here's an interesting stat that was that I uh, a guy at work actually brought to my attention uh, about Tyler Naquin. Uh, he it's up to this game. I think he had like what nine RBIs, something like that, or seven. Yeah. So the team in the one game alone. So, yeah. So what's crazy was he came from the uh, Cleveland Indians. They said that entire team so far has not even had that many RBIs. (laughs) And he did it in one game. Yeah. They were saying the Indians offense is like really struggling. And, and they just (laughs) cut this guy. And I wonder why. Yeah. He's, he's becoming kind of like that scooter Jeanette 2.0 you know where who saw this guy you know and and again this is we're going into six games that the Reds have played so far you know this is not very many games but I mean again seven RBIs in a game that's just (laughs) crazy and they just picked this guy up that was cut by the Indians you know just a month or two before the season started and it's just crazy how the Reds find these guys. They just, you know, are able Explode to explode off the bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just have a, I think the Reds should get some credit for their scouting. They just, uh, you know, they don't break the bank either. They don't just go after these guys and, you know, it's these big name guys. It's just, you know, Hey, they saw something in them and they just seem to click. So that's, uh, that's something to be excited about too. Of You know, the Reds, they can, find the pieces down the line if they need to hopefully and you don't count on it but hey if they keep it up that's great yeah i was uh i was at work when this game this was a 12 35 game i believe mm-hmm. or a one yeah so uh there was a guy at work that actually was uh working and he had the game on his television or his uh nice. um on his not his television his uh smartphone the thing that's in my hand and <laughs> mini television thing, mini television <laughs> And uh, he turned it on. I'm working, and he comes over and he's like, "It's five to nothing." I'm like, "What? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me!" Yeah, and I think there's like one or two outs, maybe one out or something. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what are they doing here?" He said, "I think the entire team are, are going to be uh, checked for uh, steroids now after these games." So then, well, might as well. Yeah, that I think they have those random testing, but yeah, they might <laughs> probably they might get those random tests if they keep hitting it this hard. A little bit often. more. Yeah, but they. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like a broken record. I'm just. I mean, there's so much good to talk about with this team. It's just. I mean, eleven runs, and uh, you know that. I guess the one concern. I guess I would have about the series as a whole um, is Garrett, uh, Mayor Garrett. He gave up. Yeah. The, the grand uh, slam. Yeah. He gave up the grand slam and he came in relief the, the game before, I believe um, it might've been even against the Cardinals, but uh, he just hasn't, you know, been as dominant as he had. I mean, in spring training, he, I think he pitched three innings and struck out every single batter. So you know, there's maybe something off there. I mean, it's not something to freak out about, that's for sure. But if you want to talk about any concerns, you know, this is a guy that uh, he said, I'm the closer. I mean, it was just that you want that. You want the confidence. But 
uh, guy comes in and says, I'm the closer. There should be no question. And you're giving up a grand slam in the ninth. That's that, that kind of makes you wonder a little bit. I mean, again, this was 11 to nothing by that point, but still, what if that game mattered? What if it was three to nothing and he came in and gave up a grand slam? You know, that, yeah. those types of things, maybe that causes a little bit of concern. I don't know. Any concern for you? Yeah, I, I a little bit. I think that, uh, you know, I, I think he just needs to, you know, maybe it's a mental thing right now. Overconfidence, maybe a little bit, but I think he'll be okay. I think it just, you know, just got to work on his pitches better and location and then figure that out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think he can definitely get back to form again. We, we talked about Derek Johnson. He's he's a great pitching coach. He, I'm sure, is working with him on that. And maybe it is something mental. Maybe, you know, that was just sort of rough outing those times. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luis Castillo, opening day, he had that rough up. I mean, <laughs> he just was giving up runs left and right. But then this game, he pitches, and he goes seven innings of scoreless. I mean, he bounced back. So... You know, that's just how the life of a pitcher is. You might have an outing or two where you get roughed up a bit, you know, but it it is a little bit, you know, seeing that, I guess, as a Reds fan, you want to keep an eye on it. You hope that it does turn around faster than than down the line when those games really do matter, when maybe the Reds often slows down a little bit and they aren't up 10-plus runs on a team. They he really needs to shut the door on a team if he comes in in that situation again. So, but I, I yeah, I can't say, <laughs> I feel like a broken <laughs> record. I'm just going on and on about, about this team. And again, it's an early two series into this season, but they just, uh, they're really impressing right now for sure. So before this series, uh, the Reds were ranked 19 on their power rankings. After this game, they moved up to 11. That that sounds about right. They should yeah. be they should be in the hunt there by this point. I mean, they're if not the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Yeah. So here's here's the league's standards uh, standings, I should say, right now. Reds are five and one. They're half game back from the Cardinals. The Cards are five and two. Cubs are four and three. Brewers are three and four. And the dreadful Pirates one and six. Hmm. I think the Cardinals are a half game behind the Reds. The Reds are in first, actually. Yeah. Is that what <laughs> I said that wrong? He said, he said they were behind the Cardinals. Okay. Oh, I just well, want to well, clarify. Yeah, way. So they're... <laughs> they're never behind the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're half. Yeah. So the yeah, Reds are in right. first, and then they're a half game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, after the, the Pirates' brutal uh, beating, I tried to find some stuff online on their page of how they felt and all i found on their twitter account was just them saying welcome to opening day opening day and <laughs> since them going one and six they have not had any posts of anything <laughs> like, what's there to talk about no <laughs> that's to them, pretty but... bad uh, uh, we lose a... again we lose again we lose again as oh, by the way fan, we lost again <laughs> it's a reds fan i can I can say that, you know, when they hit those losing streaks, their social media, their Twitter, it was pretty quiet. So yeah. I, I understand that for the Pirates. 
Yep. <laughs> not much to talk about there, but uh, yeah, I, I think there was something interesting that the manager, the Pirates, said though. Um, I'm trying to pull it up myself because <laughs> I remember seeing it. It was funny. Um, someone reported the Pirates manager Derek Sheldon. He said, "We're ready to get out of Cincinnati." <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, you know, you have one game giving up 10 plus runs and losing by that much that's one thing but i think you'd probably say the same thing if you won back-to-back games that were 10 plus runs so i i don't blame them there yeah (laughs) it was awesome to see though very awesome yeah i'm 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 looking forward to the next series it's not going to be the pirates i'm sure it'll be a little bit closer um but uh, yeah, they'll they'll be playing the Diamondbacks. It's actually going to be starting here soon. Yep. <laughs> so be looking forward to it. But uh, I just hope the Reds keep it up. Just yeah. don't go cold. Just keep this yep. streak going. They, as you mentioned, St. Louis is a half game behind. They got to they got to keep it rolling if they want to stay up top. Yeah. So here's their lineup for tonight. Uh. Batting first, the leadoff position, left field, Jesse Winker is back. All right. Uh, playing right field, uh, batting second, Nick Castellanos. The hottest, hottest player, for sure, <laughs> you can argue. Sure. Uh, batting third, first base, Joey Votto, which is predictable. He's got that, got that third slot kind of locked down. I think that's uh, <laughs> his spot to lose at this point. Uh, shortstop AU Hanio Suarez. Yep. Again, I'm I'm really looking for him to get hot soon. I hope I hope it's sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, his bat's been a little cold, but once he clicks and you know he still has that personal goal of 50 home runs, mm-hmm. I mean, if he starts swinging the bat on top of everybody else, they're <laughs> yeah <just> unstoppable. <laughs> and it, and he's not doing bad right now. I just I I think he uh, you can tell he's he's just getting warmed up, so to say. You yeah, know, he he's still hitting the ball really well. Like he he uh he's had a home run or two, I think at least. I and think he's, so. He's been getting on base and driving in runs. I mean, that's that's what you want him to do. But uh, I don't know. I I I have this feeling he's just going to go on a monster tear, kind of like Castellanos has. So mm-hmm. I'm, I I can't wait. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I can tell. And batting fifth, third base, Mike Mustakis. Yeah. He's I, I really like Moose, man. He's yeah. he's he's so so much fun <laughs> to watch. He's just one of those you could tell he's a locker room guy that they really enjoy uh having on the team. He's just a he's a team player for sure. I, I really like him on the team for sure. Batting six, Tyler Naquin. All right. So he's still in the lineup. That's interesting. Yep. That's good. Keep that hot hot bat in the lineup for sure. And batting seventh. Second base, Jonathan India, who's tearing it up as well. The Red Sparrow. That is the new nickname going for him. He is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought, man? This guy's, this is another hot bat. They need to keep him in the lineup as long as he is just as hot as he is swinging the bat for sure. And uh, I was actually on Twitter the other day and somehow I came across it. Uh, Jonathan India's hair has its own Twitter account now. <laughs> <laughs> those are some pretty uh flowing lock you know hair he's got there so i'm, I'm not surprised and uh catching tucker barnhart all right 
Yeah, he's good. he's been swinging the bat good. Yeah, I mean, he had a. I think he's had a couple, like two, three run home runs, and he's a. Uh, yeah, I, I've always been impressed with uh, with Barnhart defensively. He got some uh, backlash, I know, a couple years ago because framing pitches have been kind of the big thing now. Uh, statistics that they actually track with catchers. And I guess he was ranked kind of lower on that. But last year, he turned it around. He, uh, he in an interview, said that he was working on that. And it definitely showed. But before that, I mean, I've always been impressed with him because he just – he guns down runners. One of the fastest I've ever seen. I mean, it's like he catches the ball and it's already heading to second before he can even uh, – I've, I've always liked him defensively, so – and him and Stevenson, I think they're they're a really great catching duo because they they both can be offensively hot, and I think uh, you know they're both very good defensive backstops for sure. Yeah. So um, here's uh, a uh, fan graph I just found of the just based on the Reds' record, five and one. Uh, when the winded division, thirty four percent right now based on what they're doing, how they're rolling, and a 40.5% to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think they're at like 10%. I don't know if that's the same site, but <laughs> I remember hearing they're like 10% likely to make the playoffs. So uh, it's obviously gone up, it sounds like. <laughs> yep, it's gone up. So I'm excited to see, you know, Arizona has a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a uh, two and four record. It might have changed. I don't know what they did today, if they played today, but uh, haven't checked it in a while. Um, but uh, yeah, have Jesse Winker back with Tyler Naquin uh, right before Jesse got the flu. Uh, you know, he was his he was hitting the ball all over the place, super yeah. hot bat. So have his bat back with everybody else. This is gonna be a fun series, I think. Yep. Yep, if they keep this up, it's going to be a fun series because, uh, yeah, Winker was, uh, I think he might have, if he didn't win one, he, he was like a finalist for like player of the month last year. And I yeah. think it was, uh, you know, it's towards the end of the year. It seems like he just picked up where he left off last year. And unfortunately, he got sick, like you said, but, uh, you know, maybe that's just a minor setback. He'll come back. And, and I, I think, we kind of talked about the change of this team just not seeing guys chase pitches that are out of the zone as much. Mm-hmm. You know, you want hitters to be aggressive, but they just look so foolish at times where they just swing at balls that were hitting the ground, like, you know, foot in front of them and just <laughs> swinging and almost like off balance falling over. And uh, Winker, you know, he was doing good last year, but he, I noticed he would swing a, pitches way out of the zone so far i noticed he was much more patient so i mean if he adds that to his arsenal he's <laughs> just gonna get better that that's saying something too yeah this this is uh <laughs> it's gonna be exciting so yeah we'll uh cover the uh uh recap what hap- happened to the uh um errors the diamondbacks after the reds get through that cover that series and the series to come and everything so this will wrap up our podcast and uh again thank you for uh taking the time to listen to us 
And uh, again, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Field Fans or myself, Ben J. Smith, 1989 on Twitter. Uh, again, uh, thank you for listening. And Isaac, thank you for uh, uh, going having this uh, episode with us. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Until not- next time. <laughs>